It no longer matters who's crazy and who's not. The world is on fire, and no one is going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we are all in this together. Remember, your participation is the lifeblood of social media, and right now, the content creators you love are under siege and need your help. Please like, share, subscribe, and if possible, click the donation button in the episode description. Now welcome to the Bradley Powers Esoteric Hours. It is my honor to present your host, Mr. Bradley Powers. Hi there. My name is Bradley Powers, and I'd like to welcome back us, Bradley Powers on Esoteric Hours. We are back after the six-week vacation, and we'll be in your front rooms, in your lounge, in your homes every Wednesday and Sunday, except today's Thursday, because we're late as usual, because we're always late. And I'd like to introduce my co-host, the legendary Cassidy Lightwing, the lion. (laughs) And welcome Johnny Mark. Power, power, superpowers. Johnny Mark is in the house. Whoop, whoop. And today we shall be discussing a variety of subjects, um, spirituality, paranormal phenomena, hidden secrets, extraterrestrials, and maybe some religion, miracles, hadron collider, demonic possessions, possibly, possibly, possibly. We don't know. See how much time we got, okay? And uh, I'm, while I'm sharing the show, over to Cassidy to say, Cassidy, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Is there uh, anything you'd like to say? Chickens. Chickens, right, okay. And chickens, well, the reason why Cassidy is saying chickens is because he has a fetish for chickens. <laughs> yeah, it's me and Gonzo every night there in the back rooms. Oh, yeah. Wrong show, Bradley. Who has a dirty mind now? Jeez. <laughs> We're just going to leave out that I immediately had a joke for chicken fornication. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have an interesting show planned tonight. And I suddenly can't. Oh, yeah, CERN. We're going to be getting in deep with CERN, and that's going to require a couple of disclaimers. So the first thing I want to do, especially since there's a, um, um, a lot of new audience, so the first thing I want to do is remind everybody, when you're watching this show, mark as read that the person speaking is only speaking from their experience and from what they know. Try not to assume that they're also saying, I'm right and you're wrong. Burger, 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 burger. Otherwise, you, we're, you're going to hate me real quick. I, I, I forget to put that disclaimer. So one of the things that I think would be really helpful in this community, if we just mark as read that the person's talking about what they believe and they're not necessarily trying to bang it into you as a fact. Right? There we go. <laughs> and then the yeah, drag is, whoa, wait, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gimme, gimme, gimme fried chicken. I don't think that's the song Drac was trying to sing. All right, so shout outs. First things first, we have Katie with... Hi! Hi, Katie. And if you're watching the comment section in the video, yes, I'm doing them out of order. Katie is very, very special to Bleeding Island Studios. And Drac with... Drac, Drac with... Yeah, Drac with... Drac with No Flame. Yes, that's his name now. And... Yeah, Jillian, you're going to stop calling me live. You're actually messing with my family's business now. Stop it, please. Last warning, sweetie. And I'm sorry I have to actually do that, but we had complaints from potential sponsors. That has to stop, okay? Um, so for those of you wondering why this, why that's happening, uh, 
we actually had multiple workstations for, for, for a few blessed weeks on the show. And then when we moved to the new place, there was a slight, um, slight accident with the moving truck and the other computers got broken. The only reason this one didn't is because it was, it, we still had the original pa- packaging. So it got bounced around, but it did not get broken. Therefore, this computer is also running, you know, messenger and stuff. So I don't know where we're kind of, you know, getting it all mashed together as far as duties on this computer. So I do apologize. All right. Uh, Candace says, hello, friends. And then Daisy, Daisy, 10 pony says, hi, Dylan Joseph says, what's up, boys? My inner Jenny says, no, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I just like to make fun of these people. Not, not, not like these people as in like a political thing, like anybody. And this is exists on both sides of politics. So we're not getting into that, but anybody who like takes their personal hurt and makes it your problem. I like making fun of these people. So Facebook user says, uh, hi guys. Hi there, Daisy. Ten ponies, uh, one of Bradley's angels. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you near us. Dylan Joseph, what's up, boys? I guess he's covered all this. Uh, Draconis Blackphone, thank you for joining us. And uh, Susan Rault says, hi, everyone. And Johnny Mark is in the house. And uh, so Esoteric Hours is here. Uh, yes, Draconis Blackphone says, you love you guys. Thank you very much. We love us guys, too. And we love you guys even more. Uh, so, uh, what, what, what should we actually start discussing first? Um, 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 <laughs> yeah, uh, found communication <clears throat> with chickens. How exciting, says Facebook user. Well, Mr. User, fornication with chickens, it's a good place to start. That's a good place. To no, start. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Let's what not start first, there. Chicken or the egg? Oh, or the amoeba, the amoeba. Well, the egg come first before the chicken, but um... well, people have different different answers to that. A biologist would tell you that the the egg came first, as the chicken evolved from a chicken like creature, right? But then the 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 theist or the spiritualist would say, yeah, but what defines as a chicken got changed at that point, so the chicken came first. I don't know the answer to that. All I know is they both taste good. Isn't a chicken a prehistoric animal? Yes, actually, that's actually pretty true. Um, the modern chickens have changed very little from, uh, <clears throat> yeah, from rather dangerous fowl. If you've ever seen like wild chickens, they look almost nothing like farm chickens, and they are dangerous. That 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 hook on the back of their foot, foot the spur, that can get you. Yeah, you can be breathing out the wrong side of your neck real quick. I guess any side of your neck would be the wrong side, so. Either way, breathing through a hole in your neck. You know, the fact is that they are, you know, the idea that they're descended from T-Rexes is not terribly far off. Maybe not T-Rexes specifically, but, you know. Now, that's from... Also, from... they're quite intelligent. They know their names as well. Yeah. If you gave a chicken a name, it would actually know its name. It's quite intelligent. Also, if they smell blood in the pen, all of the chickens would attack that chicken if they smell blood. Wow, yeah, that's true. Carnivorous. Oh, chickens are very carnivorous and predatory. It's just that we don't tend to consider it that way because we're bigger than them. But if you were, a, if you're a mouse to a mouse, a chicken is a T-Rex. You know, anybody who's ever raised and farmed chickens know this. They will, they, they delight in meat. They just usually can't get it because they're on the bottom rung of the food chain. So, 
well, the macro food chain. They're the top of the they're the top rung of the micro food chain. But that's a whole different episode. Adrax says all birds are holdovers from dinosaurs. That is true. And top uh, the macro food chain. Hold Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. <clears throat> no, that that is actually true. And part of the reason why, and this is like a lot of the religious people have trouble with this part. Well, the reason why that is true is because dinosaurs were never lizards. They were never reptiles. Now, the certain animals that we consider dinosaurs, like Demetrodon, Demetrodon, my favorite in this category, they're considered dinosaurs colloquially, but they were actually prehistoric reptiles, you know? So Demetrodon wasn't really a dinosaur. Any animal that you could classify as a dinosaur were actually warm-blooded, you know, they're a warm-blooded taxonomy, not terribly different from birds. Um, I used to call them Dracothids because... I'm I'm melodramatic and I like to give everything a cool name, but now they call them Sarials. How boring, Dracothids. And I say Dracothids because it's my theory that what humans called dragons were very likely descendants. You know. Whoa, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's time traveling blazons says, "What's up, fellas? Blazons, Blalians? Are you like?" That looks like an alien getting getting high. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That looks looks like yeah. an alien. Like take me to your dealer. Uh huh. Sherry Brett says hello, guys. Susan Roll is watching. Lacey Mills is sending condolences. Thank you very much, Lacey. Thank you. All condolences are welcome. Very kind of you. Shiloh Brown is joining us. Uh, Draconis Black Same says I he's recently found a book. Books are good for you, but books are medic Tational for you, and they stimulate the imagination. Unless you eat them, then it's they amazing are not. How good everyone for you. can read a, the same book and uh, form their own interpretation as well. Mm-hmm. Donna Karen says, "Hey guys, thank you for joining us." Yeah, everyone can form their own interpretation of a same book. Well, the Bible is yeah. one of them, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, that's what Bible means: is the book. That's literally all it means is book. Um, but no, you're, you're exactly right. And the, the cool part is, is there are in, several extremely valid reasons for that. And if we could get people to understand that it's okay for two different people to see the same event two different ways, I think that'll take us forward a little bit, you know? Because the fact yeah. is, there are many like physics, like science, like genuine science and physics reasons why like me and Bradley could watch the same event and, and come back with two different memories. You know, a lot yeah. of it has to do with, with yeah. uh, neurobiology, you know, and the way the electrical signals move through and we have to do what they have to do. So, oh, he says, all right. Um, makes me think all those beasts known as dragons are actually water waterborne i'm not sure he says you mean historically speaking well fair enough i'm not quite sure what you mean but i know you well enough to know that you have a very complete thought because there are sea dragons and sea dragons are waterborne however not all dragons are waterborne true it depends so, on what culture uh, you're looking at and also there's probably over between 50 and a half 100 different varieties of dragons as well believe it or not too yeah, many that, to mention and that's before you get to fantasy stuff so yeah you know yeah we'll have to do an episode that's just you know focused on dragons you know unlike tonight we're focusing yeah. on cern the so, the central european reminder for i don't know whatever i, I tried to make a joke i couldn't the large hadron collider is what we're talking about tonight okay the, 
Well, that's what we decided on, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, no, that's right. That's what I thought you, you could start us off. I would actually, I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, CERN is, um, uh, CERN is, because we, we want to get it right, Concel European Polar Research Nuclear, derived from the French acronym. Is it just me or did uh, you what is come search? up with that name? Oh, what did I just do there? Right. Oh, God, what did I just do there? I just, oh, God, what did I just do there? I lost it. Anyway, let's get it back. I'll show you what I, was, what I was going to mention is, what is a CERN god particle? The Higgs boson is the god particle. It's called the Higgs boson, and it has a mass of 125 billion electron volts, meaning it is 130 times more massive than a proton. It also charged this with zero spin, a quantum mechanical equivalent to angular momentum. Have you all got that? Okay, in layman's terms, what that means is that the Higgs boson, or so-called God particle, is called that because it's ideally this particle would have the would have the potential to split into any other element that we that we've ever you know. Uh, seen or heard of you know the idea that the higgs boson particle is is you know this is my mind you this is a very 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 short version when you read it in depth i you know so the problem with that is and this is the problem with that what i have with modern science in general is they did not find the higgs boson okay here that that's one of the ways that they'll use that they'll go to trick you and you know, the, the people are going to be watching this going oh what a dip ass you didn't think they found the higgs boson <laughs> give me a second Okay, the particle they found they're now saying is the Higgs boson is nothing. It's not the particle that they were looking for, but it's a particle that can kind of a little bit fit in the model. So that then that then then they get to crow and say, oh, we found the Higgs boson. They do this all the time to extremely disastrous results. Okay, I'm going to give you guys an example right now. That's the Big Bang theory. The vast majority of you right now have been living a lie. Okay. The Big Bang Theory, as as uh, proposed, and as you see the media keep reinforcing and regurgitating over and over again, was disproven in the 70s by Stephen Hawking. Okay, it's not the thing. But if they actually admit that they that and start teaching it a different way, then they have to admit they were wrong. And oh, well, people will lose faith in science. And that's why there's a difference now between science and scienceism. Okay. The Big Bang Theory, as you guys know it, you know, all the whole universe was in a hot, dense state. Then 14 billion years ago, expansion started. Wait, that is absolutely untrue. And it is, believe it or not, it's, it's, a, it's a childish fairy tale of a theory. Believe it or not, um, it was disproven incredibly easy by a simple radio transmitter. So, yeah. Now scientists now this is what they've done with, with with the big bang theory now that they know more information about it they'll say oh well well no no but that's the new big bang theory no okay gravity gra spatial gravity expansion is nothing like what they described as the big bang theory but since it all kind of originated from a central point it all kind of came from a central that's the new big bang theory this is not how science is supposed to be run, okay? And this has created a vast quantity of issues. 
which brings us back to the Higgs boson. Now, the particle they discovered was very cool. Very, very, very fascinating. I'm glad they found it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Okay, but the fact that it could exist within our time space for less than a micron should tell you something. You know, it's got no place in this dimension. Physics doesn't work that way here. Now, that should lead to dimensional expansion, right? Well, it just so happened that it did. Now, some of you guys are, are fully aware that they that uh, they're working on something called zero point energy. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know what zero point energy is, it is essentially an unlimited energy source from nothingness. Okay. CERN thinks they've found zero point energy, and that's why they're firing it up again. They think they've found the solution, but that's not the solution. And we're going to go into that after a few comments. Also, um, yeah, hi there, Jonathan Kip. Thank you for joining us. Um, what I find amazing is uh, God, God doesn't exist, and yet there they are looking at and discovered the Higgs boson, which I find quite fascinating. So, yeah. so what are they suggesting? God, the God's particle must belong to God. Therefore, no. God does exist. Suggesting now that that's a misunderstanding of essentially scientific humor, kind of like how people misconstrue the uh, the uh, freaking. Um, Schrodinger's cat thing. Uh, basically, the God particle's a nickname. It doesn't. It doesn't mean they're looking for the source of God or anything like that. <clears throat> it's physicist humor. But yeah, the uh, basically to translate it into normal people humor, uh, the the called it the God particle because it would be the particle that disproves God, which of course didn't happen. So yeah, right, right. Okay. And uh, yeah, what I find uh, um, uh, something to consider is the uh, the Hadron Collider is artificial, which begs the question, like it's a portal, artificial, which begs the question, does it have a gatekeeper? All portals have, all portals have gatekeepers. Would the Hadron Collider have a gatekeeper? CERN is not a gate, is not a portal by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, I realize people might think it's a portal because it's round, but no. What it does is it, it accelerates particles of any given kind along the reason why it has to be circular and huge, because they need to accelerate it up basically towards the speed of light and then smash them together. That can't create a portal. Now, if you let them go, right, and then you also had another one going the second the, the other direction, and they did not smash, but rather could coexist, then you'd have a portal. <sighs> And I, I, I wouldn't doubt it if somebody said that's what they're trying to do. Sure, I believe you at this point. Because, yeah, the fear is what will come through the portal. Right. If there's no gatekeeper, anything could come through the porthole. CERN has 23 member states, Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Israel, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Serbia, Slovak Republic, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, and United Kingdom. CERN has 23 member states. I just want to share that with you. That's cool. I wonder how many, uh, how, like what percentage of the world's number of countries that is. That might be numerologically significant. Um, yeah. Shannon Boomgard says, I think they use CERN to make the atmosphere thinner so 5G could irradiate further. That could be. That could be. You know, you, you guys all know what I have to say about fi about 5G. And again, it's not 5G that's the problem. And again, you know, disclaimer, my, this is what I think. Um, 
it's not 5G that's the problem. It's the signals embedded in the 5G that are, that are the problem. Stephen Hawkins uh, actually warns that the Higgs boson particle could uh, destroy the universe and we wouldn't see it coming. Yeah. The problem is, is that Stephen Hawking, and I'm not trying to diss Stephen Hawking. If Stephen Hawking had access to a more active pineal gland, imagine what he could have done. Um, so I'm not dissing Stephen Hawking. He has a higher, you know, it's all good. Um, but no, Stephen Hawking could not sense the other um, radiations and waveforms that make up time space. So, and that's, that's a calculation that a lot of the, a lot of scientists make is they, they sort of think that we exist in this vacuum and we don't, uh, to put it in, in, in water terms, we exist about 200 feet down as far as density, right? So any kind of uh, explosion or ripple that you make, it's very quickly filled back in by the density of the various waveforms and radiations. Now, if we were in a universe as as uh, vacuous as as he calculated, then yeah, it could. So he wasn't wrong, but there's some other things you guys have your your species hasn't found yet. Tim Berners Lee, a British scientist at CERN, invented the World Wide Web in 1989. The web was originally conceived and developed to meet the demand for automatic information sharing between scientists in universities and institutes around the world in 18, 1989. Amazing. I always thought Al Gore made it. That's pretty cool. What if they what if they originally made it just to do what if they made originally made it just to do something stupid like share porn or video games or something? And then, like, they had no idea when they were when they were making it what it would become. Well, did you know Google was actually spelt wrong? It was meant to be G O O G A L, and they spelt it G O G L E by mistake. Yeah, because a Google is an actual works. number. I think a Google is a twelve times the power of twelve. I think. Let's see. Um, right. Anthony says, I think any scientist worth his weight now will realize there are things beyond the realm of thinking or understanding and things they will never be in control of, despite my despite my thinking they will. Believe it or not, Anthony, you would be shocked if you could actually take a like a personal poll behind closed doors. <coughs> Excuse me. Of the number of uh, high-level physicists who believe that something there is something greater, maybe not God, but something greater, you would find it shockingly high. Uh, the problem is, is that scienceism is taking over. So, like there is next-level sciencey stuff that they can't share with you guys with, with with people because they would be looked at like kooks, you know, because the general populace has forgotten that every legitimate science, every single one. 100% of the theories started off as crackpot fringe science. Every single one. Every single law that you know today as science started off as a crackpot theory. And and there was a while where if you said anything other than God did it, they would do bad things to you with a fork. So you got to understand those you every literally everything you know of as a fact started off by somebody saying, hey, um, I don't care if you stick me with a fork. The earth goes around the sun. Go ahead. Here we go. Fork time. Fork me. And then the the, the church said, oh, shit, they're starting to figure it out. Uh, let's just lock him in his house for a while. Bonus points if you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, it wasn't uh, preachers burnt at the stake for saying the earth was round originally? Yep. 
for there. That's why they call it the Dark Ages, man. It was a dark age. Yeah. So. black flame said Al Gore was involved, hence why he got credit. Garcia Collins, Garcia Colina says, "Hello, guys. Uh, what's up, fellas? Uh, what's up? We dis- thank you for joining us. We're discussing the Higgs boson, which is often called the God's particle, sir." The Hadron Collider. Mary King says some people think it's going to let demons in through stone. That's true. Uh, we could actually. Megan Ruby. We could actually go into yeah. that. That's actually more legit than you guys might think. Um, I know that's one of the more far out there crackpot theories, and we know Cassidy doesn't go for crackpot theories. But we could get into it. <laughs> All right. So um, has we started the Large Hadron Collider, and it's more powerful than ever. The hunt for dark matter is on. After three years of shutdown for maintenance work and upgrades, the Large Hadron Collider has been restarted by CERN to continue scientists in search for physics' biggest mysteries. Right. Now, that, that, is, that, is, that is true. Um, but before we go into that, I want to say a couple of special shout-outs to a couple of special ladies. Um, Jillian, cool. even though I had to say that earlier, shout-out to Jillian. Jilly Bean, and also shout out to Annabelle Garcia. We love you guys. Now we have to be nice. There's kids watching. Uh-huh. We're, we're always nice. This is a non-swearing show, by the way. And we are diverse. <clears throat> we the Higgs-Boston is often called the God Particle because it's said to be what caused the Big Bang that created our universe many years ago. Yeah, that's what they tell you. But these are also the same people that like to keep it a secret what Schrodinger's cat actually is. Okay, let me explain that real quick, and then you guys can tell your friends, and you, then you know. But they say Schrodinger's cat was actually Schrodinger poking fun at certain nuclear physicists who were starting to get really, really out there with their theories. And there was, uh, you know, one theory about nuclear decay. It, all that part doesn't matter. But what Schrodinger did was he said, okay, so what you're saying is if I put a cat in the box, then the cat will both be alive and dead. Or with this isotope, then the cat will be both alive and dead at the same time, huh? Right. That later got evolved into the Schrodinger's theory that we know today, which is actually pretty cool, right? But that's not how it was originally posited. You know, that's how these things go. And the, the, the key, and you guys can see that for yourself, um... Like watching, for example, like, uh, um, dang it, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's eyes and such when he starts talking about that, you can see the smirks. So, but yeah, that's the way Ma- they, Mary... go ahead. Sorry. Mary King says people think Earth is flat, especially Bible believing people, but Earth was proven to be round in like 1400-ish or something. Yeah, that's the funny part is like this show could be for the Flat Earthers' best friends, except that they're so damn hostile about their idea. Like if you're out there and you want to talk Flat Earth and you want to want to come on the show and like make your case, we'll help you. We'll help you. Okay? I will not debunk you live. But if you want to come on here just to be like, it's, it's flat, you can take a hike. You know what I mean? Because I have I have some oddball yeah. models on on how the Earth is shaped. I'm not sure it's completely round either, but you know you don't get anywhere with a new idea by being a jerk about it. I'm not a flat earther, however, I'm open minded to the concept of all things and uh, the firmament. And there is some evidence to support the Earth may be flat, even though it's a struggle to comprehend. Nah, I can actually disprove everyone. 
I can actually disprove all of that. I will. I would argue that the Earth is not flat. But if you're cool, I'll listen. I'll help you make your point. And if you do have a piece of evidence that works, I'll be the first one to first one to go. Hey, you know, Nicholas Tesla says the Earth is not flat and the Earth is not round. We actually live in a dimension or a realm. Uh, that's true, and he was, but he was dealing with some next level information. Uh, so, but he was co- very, very correct. Now, I believe that there's some proof that we can find, but we, but we, but we need it. I don't think the Earth is is uh, is actually round, but in its native in its native uh, form either. It should be more of a mo- it should be more of like a corkscrew or a Mobius, you know. But then I could see over time how dust would fill in the edges. Isn't it egg shape? No. Oh no, that's the that's the final shape. That that like if you could measure it now, like with satellites, like with, with the surface of the Earth, including all the seas and such. Yeah, it's it's actually egg shaped, not round. But the I'm but it's such a slight. Honeycomber. It's it's yeah. a very very slight uh, egg. So. I'm more honeycomb Earth. However, yeah. you've got those who believe in hollow Earth, Agatha. I think the hollow earth and the hun- and the honeycomb earth are the same thing. The, my problem is this, and if you guys if you guys believe in Agartha, don't don't crucify me. I'm not saying that I has the facts, okay? But if you go back and look at all the documentation, which a lot of these guys use as proof for the hollow earth and Agartha, which there is, believe it or not, there is. What you have to uh, look at is where is this information coming from? It's not coming from primates, okay? So the description of the Agartha and the hollow earth could actually also fit the honeycomb earth they do they they're not the honeycomb earth and the hollow earth and agartha are not mutually exclusive you know imagine to a to a race of beings who see heat as light living down there wouldn't looking at the core look like a central sun even through all the rock yeah just something to think about i don't know i know almost nothing about agartha and everything I know about Agartha, you can find in Dungeons and Dragons books. <laughs> and uh, you got the North Pole, South Pole, and as the Earth spins and rotates, like allegedly, it would vibrate like an off-balance tire. However, crop circles allegedly actually uh, cause the Earth to spin, uh, spin it around, and even kill the crop circles. Actually, restore balance. I'm saying. I have trouble believing that one, but I'm willing to be convinced. Show me your data. You know, let's talk. Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time with, with, with that one, um, but my reasoning is not sound. So we could talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Anthony yeah. Hayes by, by, has a... Signals, signals Ant- Anthony Hayes has a, has a question I think is very appropriate here before we get back to, you know, CERN. Um, he says, can I ask you both do you personally believe that Jesus was an extraterrestrial from a world far beyond humans understanding, hence why he done the impossible? For the last 30 years, I stood to my beliefs while others called me crazy and crackpot. Now who's laughing? Ha 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 ha. I added the laugh. He did not laugh. I stood my ground whilst everyone around me told me different. Booyah. And I've proved the world wrong. I doubt you've proved the world wrong, but I'm ready to be convinced. Some believe Jesus would, if he was extraterrestrial, would have been a Pleiadian. Some say he would have been an Arcturian. However, he said he was the son of God, or he is the son of God. Well, he, Blessed with telekinesis, telepathy, mind reading. Well, let me ask you a question, okay? 
and I'm about to say something that's a wild claim. Believe me or not, it's up to you. You know, that's fine. But uh, I have a little bit of information on this one. So let me ask you a question. Would you consider it extraterrestrial if what Jesus was was an, was an, was a, a hyperdimensional being that was merely projecting into that body? Would that then consider considering the genetic changes you'd have to make to a human body to allow for that kind of connection? Would you consider that as part of your question as an extraterrestrial? If so, then yeah, absolutely. If not, then Is no. It possible? Is it possible Jesus was celestial? I believe he was celestial, yes. So for those who are wondering, if, yes, if I do. If he was celestial, then it's possible he was an extraterrestrial. He was celestial. Right. Well, that's what, that's why it comes down to the personal definition. You know, you, we've had this on the show for years. You know, I didn't come out of a spaceship, you know, but I'm definitely not one of you. So there's a whole other technological layer to consider of where, you know, Jesus the the baby could have been could have been from he was born here you he was born on jerusalem he was not in jerusalem you come sorry. from a portal you come from a portal your mother's womb yes that is very that is one good way to put it however an incarnation you remember your previous life which not everyone does so that's a blessing in itself yeah i believe this is still shannon bongard she says, as a starseed, Jesus could have been the son of gods. Absolutely. The starseed star phenomenon, the angel seeds, the fey seeds, all of the various metahumans that are awakening. Put out that all together, and I think you've got a picture of what happened. You see what I mean? But I don't know for, yeah. I don't know for sure. For me, it's a leap of faith. I want you guys to understand, I believe that Jesus was the, 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 the guy, all right? I just don't believe it physically happened the way they say it did, and I can track why. I don't think it matters, though. I think as long as as long as long you can take your life and make it yours and make what you need, then I think you've got the point of his sacrifice. You see what I mean? Because there was Horus, there was Dionysus, and like there were six, there were six other stories similar to Jesus Christ. Oh. Was I sharing the same message as love? Don't start that. Those are complete. That is complete bunk that somebody pulled out of a science fiction book in the eighties. Okay, for the, for those of you who are talking like the Horus, Dionysus, Krishna, all that stuff, that is complete freaking horseshit. They pulled it out of a science fiction book from the eight, like from the seventies or eighties. Like I think it was called "The Thousand Faces of God." And the idea was that they were all you know different messiahs, and then the, the, the new messiah was being reborn. And then they took the, on that Zeitgeist movie. They're like, "Oh no, it's true, it's true." Okay, so we're going to start with Horus, and then that's going to be enough, because I don't want to do the whole list. So Horus was the son of Isis, okay? So immediately, virgin birth? No. Okay, Isis was the goddess of sex and fertility and birth. So no, he was not of a virgin birth. <clears throat> Horus was born in the spring, so bullshit, on the, born on December 26th. Uh, he was died and was resurrected. No, he was not. That was Isis. That was a... Uh, Osiris. I mean, the whole, every single point. The only thing that these figures have in common is that they were in a science fiction book and they're all gods. None of them but Jesus actually walked the Christ path. Okay. All of the other, all of the other deities in that list were bastards in their own right, especially Horus. What? Cats mm -hmm. eat birds. 
just for reference, Stephen Hawkins, for those who don't know, died on the 14th of March 2018, just in case some people are wondering if he's still alive. Oh, crap. Did Ray actually find it? Hold on a second. I'm going to try to... I think Ray actually found the book. I've been looking for this thing forever. Thousand Faces of God, Rebecca Hine. That might not be it. I might have the name wrong. Y'all know my brain when it comes to that stuff. Uh, David Tempani joining us. Exactly. Wasn't Jesus Taryn being born in Bethlehem? Yes. The same way I'm Taryn being born in Denver. You know, he was... He was one of us. Uh, he was one of you. He was one of us. He was one of me. And we were all of him. And, and it's all this giant energetic Mobius that I don't have time to go into right now. But that's why I asked you about your definition of extraterrestrial. Did Jesus come out of a spaceship? No. But I'm going to be completely honest. The higher level in technology you go, the less you need this crap. You know, um, somebody asked about what zero point energy is. And we'll get back into that, back into that, uh, the CERN the story in a second. But true zero point energy comes from the last place you would ever think. And try to guess, though. You get extra points if you guess it right. Okay. What is so special about the Higgs boson? And the Higgs boson can be a unique portal to finding signs of dark matter due to its own distinctive characteristics and properties. Yes, it can. It was a very, very good step. And and I'm not dissing the Higgs boson at all. I'm just explaining, you know, you got to understand scientific trends you know to be able to see through the nonsense but no i know i, no, I agree theory, to be honest with you. well dude any any time a particle implodes there's gonna be a potential portal you know that's uh yeah yeah i don't cl- i can't and, and, and jim andre jim andre is very concerned about this if the um hadron collider uh explodes it will wipe out uh this planet and the uh what i what i would like to say is Yes, but I don't believe that will ever happen because I believe extraterrestrials, which actually you named as the Arcturians, am I right, uh, Castell, would actually prevent this from happening. The extraterrestrials would not allow the Hadron Collider to explode because they would actually prevent this from happening. Yes, there's an entire, uh, you might call it a fleet of uh, individuals that are watching over the Higgs boson under the direction of the Arcturians, and they're not going to let anything like that happen. Uh, They're helping like from the shadows you know you wouldn't call them white hats or anything wink but uh you know so yeah okay let more 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 it's um okay okay anthony says why do you think all societies have the godlike figures and subtle changes and that reason for that is actually because humans understand very very instinctively the way the what we would call you know from where i'm from the web of light the trouble is you guys fight too much to create a web of light okay but by creating a central god or spiritual figure or philosophy or some form of central focus point right then you can actually start directing society in, in a positive direction so the trouble is, is that if this figure sort of rises out of the society itself, then we're good. The trouble is, is that humans are conquering primates. So things get lost in translation. So thank you, Raymond V. Lightwing, for sharing links into the forum. Thank you for doing that. And then Anthony, this is going to be a funny one. Anthony wants to know if you believe that words hold magic in this world and that knowledge is power. Well, what, what yeah, do you think absolutely. about that one, Bradley? 
Yeah, do you believe words hold magic? Words of wisdom, then you've got words of power. Words of power are spells, which are spellings, and they create ripples in the cosmos, which cause manifestations to occur. That's how magic works. We can influence and inspire other people to perform tasks on our behalf without doing a single thing. That's called magic. As for my answer, <clears throat> do not quote the deep magic to me, which I was there when it was written. I may be the youngest of the family, but I'm still in the family. I'm not a witch, by the way. No, 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 no. I'm quoting Aslan from Land the Witch in the Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's true. To turn his black cloud flame, isn't that why they call it spelling? And, and, and the gospel, the gospel, the gospel, go spell. Uh, they said, go spell everyone with the gospel. <laughs> Preach, spread the word, spread the gospel, spread words of power. And look, I think when, I believe when Jesus actually was uh, crucified, there was only like 12, between 12 and 30 of his followers. And look how Christianity has become one of the fastest growing religions in the world. Unbelievable. From the go spell, from the gospel, words of power, spellings. Unbelievable. Uh, this this may be naive, uh, but as an outside observer, observer, I I believe that humans knew all along what the that path, that enlightened path was. They were just waiting for someone to say, "Try it," you know. I think that at some point, every single sapient human, and not all humans are sapient. <clears throat> I believe that every single sapient human on the planet at some point said, "Can't isn't there a better way?" What if we just not kill each other? Can, can we do that? There can be only two, you and me, come on. You know, I think every, even the most hardest bastard, even the hardest biker, Bill Spear, Swillin' grrr guy, eventually just wants to calm down. You know, I think all humans needed was a nudge in the right direction. But then again, I also believe that the uh, the, the the Messiah shift brought on brought about a lot more than just a new philosophy. And prophets uh, still exist to this very day. Uh, they are actually locking up our prophets. Some people are prophets and don't know they're prophets and are going to seek medical help to uh, to unveil uh, what 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 uh, who they are and actually being given medication which confuses them and some of them even ending up in institutions locked up in institutions they're locking up our prophets oh way as worse well man. i think there's a song about that called uh, the sounds of silence by disturbed that's actually uh Ooh, shares a little bit that could be what that's about but no um Someday we'll do an episode about the difficulties that light workers face, and you got you must understand that there is a commodity for psychics. Uh, if you've got the touch, they want your blood, and that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, M Michael Kelly is a prophet, and he is a member of the occult. Uh, he's an occultist uh, and an initiate, and he is a prophet. Prophet still exists to this very day. Uh, Adam of Adam and Eve. Adam was the actual first prophet ever. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, that could be uh, in the original teaching that described him which would be the torah not the bible uh he was never the first man it did it he was never the first man he was the first perfect man okay now if you can imagine this from the point of view of bronze age savages that are writing this down in the middle of the desert with no air, air conditioning what would that what, what might that look like you know quite frankly you know that could be just some caveman stepping out going hey what if we don't kill each other 
there's that theme again. It's almost like it's some kind of universal truth or something. So Potess says, isn't that a musical called Godspell? Yeah, I actually went to see it, the musical Godspell. And I believe a Godspell was had David Essex in. David Essex is from London in England. David Essex was in Godspell. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good point, Potess. Well done. Drag says the only the whole philosophy is if you make me angry, so I'm going to beat you, just don't work. No, not in the long run. It really, 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 really F you hours later. Really, 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 really bad idea. There is a story out of the uh out of the Mahabharata that I really, really like. And uh in that story, Tiamat finally came up against a new kind of demon. No, it's it, not Tiamat. I'm sorry, Kali. Now, Kali is the ultimate badass of all badass. And okay, blah, 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 blah. So she finally comes across this new kind of demon. And every time she stabs the demon, every single drop of blood that lands on the ground springs up into a whole new demon. So very, very, very quickly, she is absolutely surrounded by these demons. And the only way she could fight her way out, the only way she could survive was by silencing each of the demons. And yes, to some people that, that gets translated as what you might call a garrot, but there is other issues there. But basically, by silencing each demon, she that's how she defeated them. Not with bloodshed, but by... You know, so you can imagine that there might be something there. But... <clears throat> Yeah, Drax is the first Oop. self-aware human to notice he was naked. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah. Who owns the so, World Wide Web? Tim Berners-Lee owns the World Wide Web. He was actually born in London in 1955 in England. Just thought I'd share that with you. Fair enough. I did not know there was a singular owner. I thought it was a bunch of people that owned parts. Okay, well, I can't find it now, but, but uh, somebody up here mentioned... Oh, there it is. There it is. There. Shiloh Brown says zero point is from a different dimension or realm. That is true and more true than you think. And that brings us back to CERN. And that will bring us back to CERN. So now many of you have probably read by now that uh, the, the bleeding edge of science is on the edge of discovering zero point energy. OK, there is a problem with this. Okay. What they believe is a uh, essentially a null dimension is not a null dimension by any stretch of the imagination. It's just that it's filled with forms of life and matter that you, that, you're, that the guys at CERN don't recognize. The problem is, is that when I say life and matter, I'm talking fully sapient, capable life with societies and spaceships and all that stuff. It just exists exists in a way that you go, don't you guys don't quite understand, like dimensional life. Like you know, think imagine what a society would would be like if if it if it grew up in two dimensions, and that's generally the go to analogy. So the thing is, is this the, the people that live in this dimension are very advanced on their own, and they can fight back. They do not want what's about to happen. And this is what we call the zero point crisis. The experiments are doing at CERN. Yeah, they're having effects here, right? Absolutely having effects here. You know, we can get into the, uh, uh, the uh, Mandela effect if we want to, but what they're doing is collapsing this zero to this quote unquote, null dimension. They are beginning to defend themselves. Okay. Now I want to take your guys' attention to the black eyed children for a second. 
If you look it up for yourselves, do not, never trust crazy casts. You'll find out that what the black-eyed children do is they show up to a person, they try to get into their house, and once into the house, they go, they ransack the place looking for information. What you find when you track the legitimate incursions of black-eyed children, which you can measure with a uh, Geiger counter, legitimate black-eyed, the black-eyed children give off radiation. Okay, that's why people who get visited by the black-eyed children get sick. So, you can. This is a project you can do at home. You can correlate the various, uh, you know, the various uh, attacks of the black-eyed children. What you find out is that all of these families are connected to somebody working at CERN. Now, there are many varieties of black-eyed children. I'm, no, I'm just describing one. The this form of possession is. It's them trying to reach this dimension and say, stop before we have to shoot back. Hence why it's being monitored by pretty much everybody. Now, if that sounds like a whole lot of overinflated hookom, hookom, hoopla, hoopla, then I encourage you to follow the facts for yourself. Okay? I've given you everything you need to research this for yourself. So the denizens yes. of this dimension are trying to reach out to your people and say, hey, and we're trying to help them, but humans are not listening right now. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Potes says, is there a link between CERN and Georgia Guidestones? No. <clears throat> the Georgia Guidestones are a result of a, uh, of a uh, technocratic prophecy that never came true. Basically, Halley's Comet didn't crash into Earth in 1986. All the other stuff on the Guidestones is good. Like when the, like talking about how to translate between between uh, measurements and stuff, a lot of really good information. But the whole point of the Guidestones never came to pass. Some say the Georgia Guidestones has not come to pass yet because it's due to come. 2030 uh between 2060 by 2060 depopulation would uh, be complete with 500 million uh like and, it, and it's it's already begin now it's to do with a new world order and it's due to come has not passed yet that's what sometimes right i know some people say that and I, I postulate this question to you all right if that was true do you think the population would be skyrocketing out of control you know they have uh, encouraged they have encouraged promiscuity yeah. around the world they have completely cut people off from education about their own bodies. And they're basically making it impossible for women to, you know, decide. So you ask, ask you know, you know, put a pin in that and go over here and look at economics. The entire world's economy counts on it. It, it, it literally relies on the number of young people in relation to the number of old people that has to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, so look at those two pieces and decide for yourself if they're trying to depopulate. Is the vaccine and depopulation uh, entwined? No, um, the vaccine, I believe, is part of a uh, indoctrination effect. I've been saying it since the since the pandemic first first started. Remember what I said in the beginning. The first disease is going to be largely a hoax. The second disease is going to be taken seriously. The third disease is the is the planet killer. While we're working on the second disease right now, nobody's taking monkeypox seriously. And really, we shouldn't. But what's happening here is the fact that people look at that and they say, oh, monkeypox, blah. That's intended because then 
I, I don't know what the, the the rat rage or whatever the whatever, whatever, rat rage. The next big thing, people are gonna go nah, and then you know it's the beginning of the stand. So, I believe Belgium is the only country that has taken the monkeypox seriously, actually, with incarcerating people who actually are caught. They shouldn't. It's not lethal. Belgium. It gives you an itchy rash for a little while. They're they're trying to position you guys into accepting that it's okay to shut down the world and give all of your stuff to the rich people over a sniffles. They're trying to get you to accept that. They're trying to get you to accept the yoke of slavery. Okay. Ooh, somebody farted. Uh, back, back to CERN's hopes to start building an eighteen billion Kitty pound pets. large hadron collider. Just for the record. Uh, and how many scientists are at CERN? Uh, 12 over 12,200 scientists of 110 nationalities from institutes in more than 70 countries are at CERN. 12,200 scientists that's a lot of scientists. Uh, Lotus Fleuriel has a very, very, very apt point here. Uh, she says, but it's totally getting smaller. There, it, one second on that one, they're making it impossible for large families like mine to survive economically. That is 100% true. All right. They want a they want a specific growth rate, which is two point eight. At two point eight, it maximizes their profits, with minimizes their overhead. Um, and now the population <coughs> isn't going down. the The uh, birth rate is going down. We haven't hit that 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 uh, non replacement point yet. So, no. but yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, they're punishing poor pa poor families. They're basically retaking their serfs. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to sit and take that lightly. In fi in hyperspace, folks, any one of you that can that can astrally project can help the fight in hyperspace. Together, we're Voltron. But we can't, as it is now. They're picking us off one by one with all these economic problems and worries and panics and, and this and that and restrict your breathing and you can only ah, ah, ah. if you can survive this the pressure they're putting on the psyche then we got them okay yes and some are saying instead of awakening the sheep why don't we seek to awaken the lions yes i saw you you did that you, you did that uh, one today and i'm like yeah, for you. Boom! I'm like, why didn't Awaken I think of lions. this? Not the sheep. Awaken the lions. Because the right. lions will make the biggest noise and the biggest impact on society. The lions are the ones that need to be awoken. I agree. So we're going to be going back to the old, and then this is completely inspired by, by Bradley, but yeah, we're going back to the old, you know, if you've had enough and you're even a little bit psychic, welcome to the pride. Together yeah, we are yeah. unstoppable, which is why they seek to divide us. Yeah. Yeah. You got to remember, guys, you're not alone. Humans are not alone. There are thousands of of not star seeds. There's millions of star seeds, but there's thousands of visitors like me, right? And our job is to support the star seeds. The star seeds are the ones with the really cool shit. All right. So don't I'm not trying to say I'm better than Starseed. That's like saying that the knight is better than the king he protects, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the knights are awakening from their slumber as well. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, the sheep won't do nothing but follow their shepherd. Right. 
and that's and okay. Who is their shepherd? Who is their shepherd? Jesus we are. Christ. <laughs> okay, don't ask me that. You're not going to like the answer. <laughs> but then again, it's, it's, we are you know. the shepherd. We are the shepherds. You are the shepherds. You watching this show, you are the shepherds. That's right. Teach those to teach others to teach themselves to teach. Exactly. A good teacher teaches you to teach. What Bradley just described the web of light in a way I could never do it. Okay, Ray? Like, get that part. Like, put that on TikTok. Yeah. So, Anthony Hayes says, one lion is already awake. Yeah, but we need more. Like we want, I want, I want to see every lion. Okay, we're this is a battle for our souls, folks, and I do not mind saying the apocalypse is on us. The writers are approaching. All right, many of you can already see them. Okay, so you know I'm not full of shit. The white rider is first, and it's not going to be pretty. Draconis Black Frame says, thank you, Bradley, for putting into words what I do. I believe not just you, I'm glad you do uh, follow uh, those words that I just said, Draconis Black Frame. Yeah, teach others to teach themselves, to teach. And so do many others following this show, uh, groups, friends, followers. Yeah, exactly the same. Teaching how to teach and not just to understand is actually a commodity worth installing within yourself. Teach, be a good teacher. Hi there, Carl Simmons. Thank you for just tuning in right now. Cassie is a lion. I am a knight. I'm bold, chivalrous, courageous, noble, and so are many other knights. And knights are awakening from their slumber, and so are lions awakening from their slumber. The Great Awakening is upon us. Dude, I was watching watching just like the news, and I don't remember what the hell was happening, but... It was like it was one of those like almost riots and this guy this just this homeless guy out of the blue just awakened right on the spot and started talking about you know like dimensions and how working together in division i'm sitting here going somebody give this guy a tuition you know but yeah the great awakening is upon us and it doesn't matter what religion or creed the world is on fire and nobody's going to put it out for us you know. See, the uh, internet was actually created for information to be shared and also to monitor us. However, we have turned it around and we've used it to educate each other and to actually awaken each other from our slumber. We have used the internet to our own advantage and recognize. We recognize. Recognize is a word of power. We recognize the 1%. Let's say the 1% is actually 5%. We still, we're 95%. We still recognize the 5%. And the 5% are narcissistic pedophiles. And they don't care about us. Well, we care. We care about mankind. We care about the planet Earth. We care. And as long as we care, we can make a difference. Yeah. And we're going to kill Moloch. I don't know who's going to deliver the death blow. But five billion angry humans about what about their children being preyed on? Oh, yeah. This is going to be juicy. Uh, Draconis Blackflame says, is it wrong that it's turned me into a hermit? Probably right. Well, actually, Draconis Blackflame, I am following that path. I'm becoming a hermit myself, and I'm using that time as a hermit. Merlin was a hermit in a cave for five years. He spoke to the animals. People called him the crazy man. He was a man of the woods, and he learned. He used that time as a hermit in a cave for five years to educate himself and, that's, and to ascend as well, and that's what we should all do. 
yeah, like I'll give you an example. The lockdown period was an excellent time to understand and discover who you are, your capabilities, your gifts, your attributes, and seek research, research and seek information. That's what the lockdown should have blessed you with, not just sit there and watch television programs and be programmed by television. Yeah. Now, dude, honestly, Drac, if it wasn't for devotion to you guys and to the mission, I would go be a hermit too. I, 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 when Char left, she took a piece of me with her. And, uh, so rather than fall to despair, I'm turning to rage. And no, Linda, that doesn't mean you. Linda's my mother-in-law. There is no, I'm not targeting any human. What I'm targeting, my war is against Moloch and the spirits of, uh, of deception that are keeping this world tied down. Not a single human is, is, I'm not at war with any humans. I never strike humans. All right. Now, um, I believe that Shannon says, can anyone see our comments? I only see two watching. Is there something going on with the connection? No. What you're seeing here, what we're seeing is comments from all over the internet. We're simulcasting to eight different locations right now. We're big boys now. Not to mention uh, casting to various uh, TV stations and whatnot. So, yeah. So that's why we, we see all the connections. Now, when we post the... Uh, the the uh the the post-production version of the show later tonight then you can see all of the comments on the side right on the on the side like this this side right here so yeah yeah i see plenty of comments um now for those of you hi there susan roll thank you for joining us thank you for joining us carl carl simmons um yeah just tuning in yeah thank you thank you everybody for watching and joining the show it's a pleasure to have you near us you're all like-minded open-minded just like we are yeah. And like you're either agnostic, spiritualist, and some of you are religious. And it's nothing, nothing wrong with that. As long as you keep an open mind. Yeah, yeah, honestly, quite frankly, and humans get really annoyed when I say this, but all paths lead to source. They usually go, oh, you're God. No, if you'll actually allow me to explain the calculations, but then they don't like that. So whatever. I, I really don't care. Like one of the uh, the, the, the concepts that we Lyrans have that humans are not going to like is that like people will, will, will accuse me of being soft or whatever on crime. There is going to sound weird, but a certain amount of crime is actually necessary for a society or a stage of development. Uh, what crime does, I could spend hours describing what, what crime actually, now I'm not saying go be a criminal. You're still going to, you know, criminals still need to suffer, you know, all that stuff, the consequences, all that shit. But you need a new system of justice, man. This locking people in a cage for, for, for 20 years, that's not, do, that, that, that's obviously not helping. So, <clears throat> but yeah. Your crime is exposing uh, the government, the narcissistic pedophile. That's your crime. Yeah, I don't expose them, I just... <clears throat> well, Epstein found out, didn't he? And that's all I'll say about that. So yeah, so like oh, in yeah. there, I have similar opinions that people really disagree with at first glance on a lot of issues, like abortion. You know, there's like people have been asking me since it's been in the news, what what is this? What do, what do you guys think, dude? No, ain't nobody gonna like our answer. You know what I mean? Y'all are stupid. All of us. The whole damn abortion. question. The whole damn question. The whole damn question is stupid. You know, abortion is a very sore subject because it's different for everybody. Some people abortion is the right answer. Some people abortion is murder. It's the wrong answer. It's different right. for everybody. Right. And that's why my answer is always this. Look, I am never going to judge. It's none of my business. But you better be right with your karma. 
You better be doing this for a good reason. And then people will say, well, when is a viable abortion? Dude, you don't want to know my answer to that. Okay? Because quite frankly, a lot of the people that have to ask that question don't qualify as viable fetuses by my definition. And the question, another question is abortion. Who has a right to the abortion? The mother who bears the child? Yes. Or has her rights been taken away? Who decides? The doctors decide? Who decides the abortion? You know, it's a very sore subject. One of the reasons that Roe versus Wade and the other various laws got, got inputted is because women collectively know it's their decision. Okay? The nightmare of the back alley hanger abortion is not fake. Okay? It's women's decision. Quite frankly, and this is another aspect of this answer y'all don't want, you should have never been informed about abortions. Okay? That was too much knowledge. You're not there yet. Okay. However, since that cat's already been let out of the bag, you have to leave it up to the individuals. It's between them, the baby, and God. Now, keep in mind, and this is one of the reasons why I will never, ever, 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 ever judge. Most people aren't psychic enough to hear the baby. Okay. Whereas my people, that's innate. So that's why to us, this is an insane question. But we don't have the same sensory packages. You see what I mean? So who the hell am I to judge? What do I know what you're going through? You know what I mean? Okay. And also it said that the spirit enters the body seven weeks, 49 days. Spirit enters the body and therefore that is a life. And therefore, if it's abortion after the seven weeks, that's technically murder. However, you have to take into consideration the sperms, millions of sperms, that's to raise up the uh, channel to actually become fertilized by the egg. And what you have to bear in mind is, they to, how do they know how to do this? To do this, they must have consciousness. And if they have consciousness, that means they are life. Are sperms life? Yes. Does life yeah. begin before seven weeks? Uh, yes, or yes or no. It really depends on the individual. Um, it, it life doesn't begin until the mind opens awake. For some people, believe it or not, that's in the damn womb, right? The fact is, is it's a random dice throw of genetics whether or not a person's memory begins in the womb or when they're 13 years old, or for some really stupid people when they're 72. Sorry, that's Jim, a Andre remembers going on the, Jim Andre remembers going on a picnic with his father yeah. and uh, coming returning with his mother. Right. How about that? Right. See, that's the thing. If you have the right genetics, which, you know, that's part of the, the whole proof of, what, of, of who I, I am, who I say I am. If you have the right genetics, your memory can extend beyond before the physical, you know? Like, I remember, I remember everything. I remember... My memory picks up when I was about the equivalent of six years old as a cub, but that's about normal for children. But that was on another damn planet, okay? We are supposed to disincarnate in order to reincarnate without baggage. I screwed up. Big surprise, huh? Cass screwed something up. Uh, I like, Connie's Black Flame says, where else do cherubim come from? Well, I believe all angels are created by God. Cherubim are closest to God than any angels at all. Uh, cherubim are. I've actually encountered a cherubim on one occasion, which was a true honor for me, I've got to be honest. We have a difference of opinion on the name of the entity, but that doesn't mean we're talking about different yeah. entities. Okay. 
Um, let's see. Beckbeck says, hmm, what if the baby doesn't want to be born? Do we take the baby's thoughts into account? Well, that's the thing. That's why my people are so baffled is because we do, you know? And quite frankly, it's possible for you guys. You have the technology. You just needed to put it to the right use. But, uh... Yeah. Hello, Candy Fowler. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bobby Stoikevsky, for joining us. He says, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. It's 11 o'clock at night here. But thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you all near us. Candy so, says, true story. So Facebook's user says, does life begin in a ball sack? You could, you could say that. You, you could. But for all of you men going, yeah, man, my balls, my balls, the world and my balls, my balls are the world. My dick, my dick, my dick. For all the guys out there, God, no, God I'm going to have to censor that later. <laughs> well, all you well, have is your balls and your word. And if you haven't got your balls and your word, then what have you got? Right. You've got a real quint there, Shepard. Um, anyway, so uh, so here's the thing. Now, the most bleeding edge of your of your life scientists have recently discovered that the egg chooses the sperm and opens. The idea that the the sperm it penetrates the egg it penetrates penetrates is bullpucky. So, if life begins in the ball sack, then it also has to begin in the ovaries. As long as we got equal disease, I don't care. Yeah, when fertilized by the egg, isn't it? John Mormon, but the ovaries, bam, exactly, Mister Mormon. I go with the ovaries too. But like, yeah, when the sperm is racing up the channel, you've got a million sperm, but one of them is going to make it, or maybe more than one, because you could have twins or triplets or triplets. How do they know to race up the channel at fast speed to be the ones that are actually fertilised? They must be consciousness there. Right. So I want to end, end the show with like, this so you guys understand where where my people are coming from okay <clears throat> i want you to understand that our, our culture goes back some some say millions of years i don't buy it i think there's like a just like the mis, misrepresentation in the rotation of the world or planets or whatever but whatever okay there was a time in in our people's past where we honestly believe that the runt of the litter had no soul okay and the reason why varies tribe to tribe region to region culture to culture but one of the universal ideas was that the cub had no soul not the cub sorry the runt had no soul okay and therefore why not eat it okay once the katai achieved a certain level of technology and they were able to see that no the runts were suffering the, the runts were born into terror you know because babies they can actually hear what you're saying you know so Runs were born into terror and torn apart in terror. You can imagine what that did to a people as connected to our emotions as us. You know, at that point, we had a choice. We could either return to savagery, we could deny it, or we could make a change in our culture. And we did. And for those of you who were who longest uh, viewers of the show, that story is especially special to me because I was a runt. And uh, the... To put this in, and I want to make this very clear. My human mother did not try to abort me. She wanted me so bad. Okay. But being born a runt back home is very, very, very similar to, you know, people that survived abortions today. And yes, there are some. When you embrace empathy and you can feel 
that life inside, then you have a choice to make. And yeah, sometimes that choice is to terminate. It is a hard fact of an angry nature. It is up to us as sapient beings to overcome it. Back to you, I would brother. actually consider myself a misfit, maybe a freak of nature even, definitely a misfit. However, that's not a problem for me. Like The fact that I, I've been blessed with attributes and gifts <clears throat> that not the average man has been blessed with does make me a misfit, you know, or a freak. And I always say freaks have more fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. All the best freaks are here. All the best freaks are here. Please keep staring at me. Sorry. <laughs> the actual song is very sad, but the thing, it's me. So, some say uh, back to the Higgs boson. Can the Higgs boson destroy the universe? The and the answer is the Higgs boson is not dangerous and will not destroy the universe. The Higgs boson is a type of particle, a little ripple in the Higgs field. That's what some say. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Now, One final bit on the Higgs boson. In the uh, vacuum model of the of the of space time, yes, it could. You know what I mean? But uh, God, there's that pose got me on that. So. In, if the if the current model was true, then yes, it could because there's nothing intervening with a with a uh, explosion of that magnitude. However, the world is chock the universe is chock full of, of things to keep the pressure. So, absolute worst case scenario, I think we would tear a chunk out of the uh, of the planet, which would still destroy the planet. Keep in mind, but I don't think it would be as grand as that. But then again, I suck at math. See that wall behind you? That's an excellent place for a backdrop for your show, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. I am not a coffee fish. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. We want to get like a PVC thing and do like that. That way we can, you know, have whatever we want. But we've been planning to build okay, that. Okay, and after scenes, uh, etch something, paint something on the wall. You could possibly do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. That That's a good, a good final thought for everybody, Candace, not just Pauline. So is it okay if we bring it to a close? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been a very good show. It's been very yeah. interesting, not boring. There's been no awkward pauses. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, for your contributions to the show. Thank you for being near us, for following us. And I'd also like to say like, follow, subscribe, and share this show if you can. It would be a pleasure if you did. That could be what you could do for us. And for you, what we could do for you is keep you informed, keep you updated, keep you filled with words of wisdom, words of power to inspire you to go out there and share with others your new understanding of the world today. Thank you for watching. Yeah. And uh, just from me, just remember folks, life is scary and the world is scary, but it's, we're almost through this, right? Keep watching the skies, keep hope alive, be safe out there. That's all the time we have for now, Dear Lights. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to hit that like button and share with your friends. We have a great many people to reach, but we are only as strong as our signal. The world can be a scary place, but you don't have to face it alone. We love you, everybody. Be safe out there.